very definitely, I think uh, mindset was probably the one thing that made the most difference for my outcome. Um, just uh, creating my definite purpose. I mean, you have to know why you're doing something. And so to know, to have that definite purpose written down, and then I've changed it several times. Um, and then to have um, my personal um faith formula that I read every morning, uh, still do. And, uh, and it is, um, that's what got me into the mindset for the day. And it helped me throughout the day. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, founder of Zivli. As a geriatric physical therapist, I saw the heartbreaking effects of insulin resistance. At Zivli, our mission is to help you prevent and reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention through a low insulin and inflammation lifestyle. Each week on this podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable tips to lose weight, keep it off, and get healthy. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and today we're having a fun conversation with one of our Zivli members, Tracy, and we're just sharing her story about her weight loss journey over the last year and um, yeah, kind of some limiting thoughts that she worked through, some new habits that she had to adopt. Uh, we'll talk about what she found most helpful about the Zivli program, um, all those kinds of things. So Tracy, thanks for coming on and agreeing to share your story. Um, I just like starting with your story. So just tell us a little bit more about yourself and kind of where you were at a year ago before you joined, because it was right about Easter last year. When you joined. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so I am happily married with two daughters and I have six grandchildren. Yeah. Um, and I had, uh, just um, uh, had my dad had a diagnosis of uh, dementia and I had moved him closer to me about a year ago. Um, and I'm his, his provider, his, uh, I take care of all of the things he needs, although he is in um, a memory care unit. So, um, and uh, then um, I had left a job I'd been at for 25 years and I was pretty active in that job and moved to a job where I sat a lot. And so I'd put on a lot of weight. Um, so I started, uh, I saw some uh, Instagram uh, videos and that you had done. And the one that got me the most was if you had one Dr. Pepper a day over a year's time, you would have drank, you would have had 10 cups of sugar or something to that effect. And, uh, and that's what I was doing was having one Dr. Pepper a week. So, mm. so that drew me in. Um, and I think then we had our, uh, first discussion. Um, and I was, I just decided this is what I'm going to do. I'm, I want to be healthy for, uh, my grandkids, I want to be able to take care of my dad, but I don't want my family to have to go through what I'm going through with my dad's um, dementia. So I I want to be as healthy as I can. Mm -hmm. So you kind of understood that link between sugar and dementia. And I was wondering, like, I'm always very curious, what makes someone decide now is the time? Like, what what was that for you? Was it kind of like, okay, I'm in a less stressful job and my dad is closer and I have a little bit more space for me or why was it the right time a year ago? 
Um, I'm not even sure I know exactly why. Um, I think I remember talking to you and, um, you know, there's really not a, a perfect time. I mean, you could always start it next week, you know, uh-huh. um, but I just knew that I had to do something. Um, I, I had uh, some knee pain. Um, it was hard to go up and down stairs. And, uh, and then when I decided that I was going to cut out added sugar, in my diet. Um, I just within a few days, I felt a difference in my knees. I could, I was walking down the stairs and I was like, Oh gosh, that doesn't hurt. Like it usually does. So, um, we had that instant kind of result. I think I still remember that first call. And one of the simple tips was like the yogurt that you were having. Was that right? I'm like, okay, well look at how much added sugar is in this yogurt. And this is just a really simple swap. That's a healthier choice. Um, you know, and, we, we were in office hours two weeks ago and I told the other members, I said, okay, Tracy's coming on the podcast. Are there any questions that you guys want me to ask her? And one person brought up a really good, good question. They're like, did you have other areas of your life besides your nutrition that needed dialed in? Like we talk about nutrition, movement, stress, sleep, mindset. And so I think sometimes when people see someone who have had great results, which you have, and we'll talk about, they're like, oh, well, she must have had it easier because maybe she only had like one pillar to work on. So can you share a little bit more of like what kind of had to change in your life over the last year to get you where you are today? Yeah. um, No, I had to deal with all of those pillars. Um, (laughs) I was doing some exercising, but it was really just walking. There was no um, resistance training. Um, Yeah. And uh, the sleep was, you know, not like it should be the, I wasn't taking enough water in. I mean, all of the pillars were uh, needed help. Um, but the program was set up just so that I could work on those gradually and, and just get to where I needed to be. Yeah. With everything, like all of the things. And I think, um, that's so commonly overlooked, you know, people always want to talk about food or talk about exercise, but the sleep and the stress really do affect your blood sugars, which affect insulin and the ability to lose weight. And, um, we mentioned mindset and I know kind of wanted to dig into that a little bit too. And did you have any like limiting thoughts that you've identified over the last year and what mindset tools inside the program have you found to be most helpful? Uh, very definitely. I think uh, mindset was probably the one thing that made the most difference for my outcome. Um, just uh, creating my definite purpose. I mean, you have to know why you're doing something. And so to know, to have that definite purpose written down, and then I've changed it several times. Um, and then to have um, my personal um faith formula that I read every morning, uh, still do. And uh And it is, um, that's what got me into the mindset for the day. And it helped me throughout the day. Um, Just simple things like um, if somebody offered me a donut at work and, you know, to be able to go back to why I do what I do and why it's important to me. And um, so I think the mindset was just a huge part. One of the limiting um, thoughts that I had was that there's no way that I could fast. I mean, I've had three meals a day with snacks in between. There's no way I could fast. But the way the program was set up, um, once I added uh, the protein that I needed, then I wasn't hungry in between uh, meals. And um, it was easy to start with a 12-hour fast and then build it up um, to an 18-hour fast. And now breakfast is really it's just, um, I, that's the time I'm fasting from 6 PM to like noon the next day. So it's just natural now. 
yeah, you've developed, you said like habits of exercise and habits of, of fasting and, and you can, um, I was reading through something that you sent me ahead of time too. the, the nine 30 snack I thought was an interesting one. Can you talk about that one? Yes. Nine 30 AM at work every day. I felt like I needed a snack, but it was just this habit that I had. Um, and then once I got the, the protein that I needed, um, I wasn't hungry in between, but I still get that. Oh, I need to have a snack. Um, and cheese is for my go-to snack. Uh, and then, um, so now I've replaced it uh, with a better habit. I just have a cup of herbal tea, hot herbal tea. Um, and that, and I don't need that snack any longer. Yeah. Do you mind sharing some of your whys with us of like, why was it important for you to, to really take control of your health? Um, well, that first one that I mentioned was uh, my dad's dementia that I want to do the, everything I can to not get that dementia. Um, just moving with my grandkids. Um, that's one of my favorite things is spending time with family and my grandkids are very active and it was hard for me to get up off the floor if I was playing with them or something. And now it's gotten a lot easier. So, um, my husband and I like to travel and, uh, you know, it's traveling is, um, you know, a lot of walking and, and, uh, so that's something else I really like to do. So, yeah. A lot of my main reasons. <laughs> and you had a win that you shared that you passed ninja training, which I oh, thought yeah. was oh, fun. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about that one? My grandson um, is six and he asked me to play ninja one day and I had never played ninja and wasn't sure what a ninja would do. So he said, I will, I will show you grandma. And it was a lot of crawling on the floors and being flat up against a wall and sneaking around and being very quiet up and down stairs. And when I got done, he awarded me with a ninja bracelet, which I proudly wore, <laughs> but it was good to be able to do those things and not be in pain and and totally. uh, those yeah. are the things they're going to remember. Totally. And to recognize that you were able to do it like, man, and that is so, that's such a positive reinforcement for yourself to keep going. Um, can you speak to the medication changes that you've noticed too? Cause we work with a lot of people to reduce and eliminate meds. And I feel like you're such a good example of that. Um, I was on blood pressure medication and cholesterol medication when we started. Um, and uh, with your help, I was able to um, word it just right to ask my doctor if I could be off of my blood pressure medication, to which he said, no, you cannot, but I'll cut it down for you. Um, and then uh, one day my husband and I were, out, I, I've been taking my blood pressure every day uh, and we were out at, in a store and I like passed out um, because it was so low. And so then I got a hold of my doctor again. He was like, no, please stop taking it. So I've been taking it every day. Um, and then the cholesterol, I had um, blood work done and they uh, said, yep, it's, it's, um, it's within range now. So just stay on that. And I said, no, I do not want to stay on the cholesterol medication. This is my whole point. I want to be off. I have lost this much weight. I, I want to be off. And he said, okay, then you should be off of it. So it was, um, that's one of the best things with this program is that I learned to take control of my life. Um, I would never would have talked back to a doctor or, um, not taken his recommendation and, so here I am saying, no, I'm, I'm in control. I'm in control of uh, what I put in my body. I'm in control of how I move my body. And it's been just a great revelation for me. Yeah. And, and how you think, right. Yes. And, and we do this. I, I actually do that a lot with clients is frame the conversation to the doctor. I did it yesterday with someone and they were like, well, I don't want to burn my relationship with my physician. And I was like, okay, so pre-frame it say like, 
I respect you as a physician. I want to maintain a good patient, like patient physician relationship. Um, however, I also want to do everything I can to optimize my health. I know that my, we were talking about LDL cholesterol, which we talked about a lot. I know my LDL numbers are high. Um, do you mind if I share a couple of resources with you that I have found so that we can maybe circle back around in a month and have this discussion again? And it's like, so what physician isn't going to take that well? Like, right. You know, so I think that like learning, it's almost like we have to go past that automatic thought of like, well, I can't go against my physician. Well, why not? Like, why can't we do that in a compassionate, respectful way that's in line with your health goals? So that's awesome to hear. Yes. I was looking through um, some other things was like to not shy away from mirrors, mm-hmm. uh, to fit in your clothes. Um, can you speak to those a little bit? Because I think it's important to have a lot of different whys because there are certain situations or like temp- temptations where we have to have a why for each circumstance. And so I think those whys kind of fit different circumstances. Can you speak to those a little bit? Yeah, um, I think it was um, it was one of the, the lessons um, in the program. And I had written down a list of things like I didn't want to have joint pain. I wanted to be off my medication. Um, I don't ever want to have diabetes. Um, and... Uh, uh, not to shy away from the mirror. Cause I was, I was overweight. Um, I shared a photo of, of last year and then this year in the um, same dress. And it was just yes. like, wow, you look so healthy. Yes. Yes. And I feel healthy and that's, that's huge. Um, and, uh, yeah, just to fit into some cute clothes and, um, and that's been a journey. Um, I, you know, I, I was wearing clothes to work that were so baggy and, you know, but <laughs> they were my clothes. And so then I would buy a few clothes and then I need some more clothes <laughs> in a smaller size. So it's a great problem to have though. But yeah, yeah. And we recently went on a vacation to a beach where I got to wear a bathing suit and, and I felt good wearing that bathing suit where I wouldn't have before. I know. I like that picture. She said, said, hi from Jamaica, you know, and it was, it was a really cool, like almost like full circle moment, you know, that man, when you put your mind to it and you're consistent, it's possible. And that consistency is a really important piece of your story. And I feel like you've done a really excellent job with being consistent. And so I wanted to dig into how you did that. Like, how were you able to maintain your consistency with your healthy habits? Um, that's just, it is, um, I think once you do something and you continue to do it, it becomes a habit and then it's easier. So, um, there's no question, uh, on my five weekdays, when I get up in the morning, I go exercise. That's the first thing I do. My husband, well, I, I, of course I, I do my mindset work (laughs) and then I, um, have a, a devotional that I read. And then, um, my husband and I pray before he goes to work and then I go down to, uh, do my exercising and, and whether that's outside or, um, or in the basement, uh, so I exercise, and it's just a habit. It's it's a, I wouldn't think about not doing it. Um, and the same way with the fasting, um, you know, it's just what I do. I have my routine, and I just keep doing it, and it just becomes a habit, and then it's easy. Yeah. Did you adopt them like one at a time over over the course of a year? Yes, definitely. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I think a lot of people have that, like, I have to change everything overnight mindset. Like, well, that's probably keeping you, you know, and that from doing it, yes, from doing it at all is like the story that you're telling yourself. Um, What do you think has been the biggest insight that you've gained over the last year as you have gone through this health transformation? 
Um, I think my, my biggest thing is learning. Um, and I, I remember telling you that a lot of the training was so sciencey, but uh, I, I really learned a lot about uh, what my body needs for fuel and not what I just want to put into my body. Um, and so th- I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned. Um, I'd love to share my aha moment too. Um, I listened to one of your podcasts and I believe it was a physical therapist and he talked about resistance training. And he said, even if you're just walking, put some encyclopedias in a backpack. And so that day I took uh, two five pound dumbbells, put them in a backpack and I went on my walk and I got back home and I couldn't wait to get that off that backpack off. And I thought to myself, this is just 10 pounds. And then I thought, wait a minute, I lost 10 pounds. So that's what I felt like every day walking. And this is, and so that was my motivation to say, yes, I got to keep doing this. This is worthwhile. That's amazing. So how much weight have you lost so far? I have lost 50 pounds. Oh, good. Okay. So did you reach that last goal then since you said that you did? So you reach all of those like initial goals that you set for yourself. Yes. So now think of like a plate at the gym, right? That's like 45 pounds plus a five pound thing to put that in your backpack and carry that around. Can you imagine just like how much energy that was taking just to like move and like be at that weight for you? You know, do you feel like you've had a shift in energy at all and your capacity to like show up as a wife and show up as a mom and a grandma and um, an employee? Can you speak to that like energetic shift a little bit? Yeah. Um, and I feel like maybe my mind is clearer. I don't know if that's scientific or not. Um, yeah, yes, it is. my uh, thought process is um, much better. And yeah, I just have that energy that I was expending on just being I can now use towards, you know, doing things and going places and, and being present. So yeah, being so, present is huge. Like, you know, I was sick over the last week. And how much distraction it is to be mm-hmm. ill and like to constantly have to be like, okay, where's my cough drop? Where are my Kleenex? And I think of someone who's on a, you know, an insulin regimen for diabetes and they have to time their life around their insulin and they have to time a lot of people with chronic pain have to like time their life and manage their life around their pain. And it's like, man, so much more opens up to you when you have good health. And so yeah, you're you're right in the in the brain clarity for sure. When you're not on the blood sugar roller coaster all day, when you're eating like three meals and two snacks, that really helps with the clarity. Um, what do you think has been the most helpful part of the whole Zivli program with like the course or the coaching, um, any community aspects, or was there a certain lesson or module that you really liked? Um, I just I think it has to be that mindset piece. I think that's what does it for me. I'm uh, it just gave me the you know, the daily reminder of why, why do you do this and why? um, And uh, yeah, it's, I think that's the the best part because that can fit into so many different areas of my life. I mean, it doesn't have to be about exercising or health or, um, you know, it can be just about friendships or or whatever, you know, you can use the same mindset uh, routine and mindset is it, it is what's changed a lot of me. So Totally. How, how do you think you have changed like regarding your friendships or your relationships? Like how has the mindset work that you learned in Zivli impacted other relationships? 
I just think um, I remember uh, learning about the no train. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. So I am able to make better decisions. I think about, you know, how to spread myself out. Um, yes, I can help you with that. Or you no, know, that's, that's not something that's going to be um, a life drain or life sustaining for me. Um, and yeah, uh, just different things like that is it's been good. Um, I think I've been a, a role model. I have people that will say, Oh, wow, you look good. And then they'll say, how do you do that again? And uh-huh. what do you tell them? yeah. What do you tell them when they're like, how do you do that? What do I, you I explain the Ziffley program and um, oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, hey. yeah, the, I, I usually say high protein, low carb um, when they ask what it is, high, high protein, low carb. And uh, yeah, it's just a whole regimen. Um, my a definite purpose does not say anything about weight loss, by the way, it just, right. um, um, just that I want to be healthier. Um, and then, but the weight loss is a byproduct of that, um, healthiness or getting healthy. So I feel like I'm on the right track and it's a, it's definitely a lifestyle. It's not something I'm going to give up. I can't imagine, um, eating, dessert every day of the week <laughs> or <laughs> is that what you were doing before? No, I don't okay. think so, but, um, but yeah, I mean, and seeing uh, sweets like that, just as uh, an exception um, Easter morning, my husband and I went and got a Cinnabon and we split it. We split mm-hmm. one and I s- just ate it very slowly and <laughs> enjoyed every bite. <laughs> That's right. And yeah, we, for anyone who's like kind of newer to the podcast, we don't use the word cheat meals or cheat days because right. it implies guilt. And it's like, well, food is food. It's neutral. It's like, it's an exception. It's not like the normal pattern of our living. It's not our normal fuel, but it's an exception. And I do the same thing all the time. So um, where do you see yourself going from here? Like, what are your next goals? So you said that you kind of reached all of those initial goals that you had set for yourself. So what are some of the next goals that you're thinking about setting? Well, I think I just um, need to stay on track, I think. But um, one of the, uh, I did the new iteration of the program. I've been studying that. And I, um, my next rock is to make my bigger meal the noon meal, because that's when I break my fast. Yeah. Um, and so to have uh, that be the bigger meal and then the evening meal just be a smaller one. Um, so that's one of the things I'm working towards. That's a good one. Anything else? Yeah. Have you really taken the time to reflect and like, really acknowledge all the progress that you've made. I hope, I hope that you have, but yeah, just, I think at this one year mark too, um, I've really looked back um, at like my first measurements against measurements now and, and the weight. And uh, um, one of the other things that I've been working on is um, on the Zivli page, they have um, the recommended products. And I got a scale that gives me my BMI and, you know, your uh, subcutaneous fat and, and all the things that you could ever want to know. And I'm still like, how is it getting this information through my bare feet? But okay. And uh, so I have things there to, to uh, work on as well. Yep. Like maybe increasing lean body mass, that kind of right. stuff. Okay, cool. I like that. And then what fun things are on the horizon for you? So now that your health is kind of dialed in, we're going to keep optimizing, you know, making those small tweaks and adjustments and maintaining like what fun things are on the horizon now that that's no longer such a primary concern for you? Um, my husband and I have a couple trips planned for yeah. travel. Um, uh, one of the 
um, lessons I listened to the other day talked about write down your 20 favorite memories and find a common theme. And it was traveling. It was being away from home and, you know, no responsibilities type things. So we are, we have two trips planned, one to the mountains and one on a cruise. So it'd be fun. Yeah. So forever, for anyone who's listening, that's a super easy exercise that I think is so powerful to find what brings you joy because a lot of people, you know, Tracy, you were kind of in a, maybe I don't want to impose a word, but maybe a stressful situation with like, with your dad and moving him and, um, being in that primary caretaker role. I think especially caretakers sometimes forget to like do things that light them up and bring them joy and fill their buckets. And so one little example is if you take a piece of paper and you write down like your top 20 memories and, um, then you go back and you find themes but be careful if you're a woman of childbearing age, because it may make you want more children because I wrote down mine and like, obviously, you know, my, my son's birth and, and my daughter's birth. And I'm like, I mean, if those are like one and two, why, why wouldn't we have another one? <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, for me, it was like doing active things outside with loved ones and then the beach, like getting super specific about, okay, what is it about traveling? That way we can go ahead and create those experiences to bring ourselves more joy or like massages. You know, I told you um, yesterday that I booked a massage, like a hot stone massage, just to give myself a little break. Um, So if you haven't done that exercise and you're listening or you're watching to this, please do that. Write down the top 20 memories of your life. Go back and look through themes. And if you can replicate or recreate similar experiences on a regular basis to give yourself more joy. And it's a great non-food reward too. Like, yeah, I don't know about you, but I am used to rewarding myself with food, or at least that's how we were rewarded a lot growing up. Growing up. So yeah, we had to get a little bit more creative with that. But is there anything that you'd like to share with um, someone like who, you know, maybe I have two circumstances. So someone who is already a Zivli member who hasn't really taken full advantage of the course trainings or the program, like what advice would you have for them? Hmm. Wow, they are just so worthwhile, um, and they they each um, build on each other. So you start with the first one, and then I'd have a question, and but I'd go on to the second one, and, and there would be my answer. Um, I think too, one of the things I did in the beginning when I first started was I scheduled time to do the learning um, and the modules uh, and the fun sheets are. You have to do the fun sheets, um, but I, yeah, I scheduled time and it was on the calendar. So my husband knew, Hey, she's going to be busy doing this. And, um, and I would do it because it was scheduled. If it's not scheduled, it's not going to happen. So, mm-hmm. uh, so just schedule it, uh, do it. Um, and I, I've learned so much. So now I'm going through the second iteration and, uh, and learning again and picking up things that maybe I didn't pick up the first time and it doesn't hurt to go back through it for sure. So, yeah, there's quite a bit new information in the second edition in the fuel module specifically like on carbs and proteins and fats and micronutrients and hydration. And we put a lot of thought into the order of the program, right? Because you point blank told me mindset was the most important thing that I took from this program. Mm -hmm. But I'm guessing you, I don't know if you would sign up for mindset. Like, did, did you expect that coming into the program, that that would be your biggest takeaway out of the program? No, not at all. Right. Yeah. So that's why, like we put, um, after the orientation module, like we put fuel. Cause I'm like, well, people want to know what to eat. Let's give them that information. 
And then mindset is kind of in the next phase of the program because everyone wants the strategy, but they need the mindset, but you got to get like, give them what they want before you give them what they need type of thing. Sure. So, um, that's a really good piece of advice. Like go in order, carve out the time. Um, what about someone who hasn't joined? Like, is there any piece of advice if they're like on the fence thinking about it, what would you tell them? Uh, there's never a good time to start. You just have to do it. <laughs> and um, it, it truly is. I mean, if I can do this, anybody can do it. It's um, it was just so well thought out and, and it just makes sense when you do the study and you actually, you know, do what's in the program, it actually makes sense. And you just have to trust that it works and it, and it does. Yeah, you're, you're proof of it. And um, I really appreciate your time. I think that we always like bringing case studies on of people who have been really successful with the program because you're an inspiration to others. You know, there's people who um, are where you were one year ago, right now watching or listening. And before we hit record, I said, the goal of this is to inspire someone to make change, whether that's inside of Zibli, whether that's on their own, we just want to inspire someone to make healthy habits a priority because then they have the energetic capacity to show up in bigger and better ways. And I'm so excited for you and thank you so much. Is there anything else that you wanted to share or wrap it up? Uh, no, I just, uh, anybody who has not started this program, you should, it's, it's good for life. Yeah, it is. Thank you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the effort that you put in towards your health transformation. All the credit goes to you. Um, We're just kind of the vessel to share the information that's out there. And I'm glad that you took advantage of that. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Reshape Your Health podcast today. To learn more about Zibli, our online course and coaching program to reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention, check out our website at www.zibli.com. That's Z-I-V-L-I.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating and review on your listening platform and share it with a friend. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.